0: It's time for Sports Wrap on 760 WJR.
1: All right, this is The Wrap on 760 WJR. To
0: a car phone we go. Dave, thanks for hanging on. You're on 760. Gentlemen, and Steve and Dan, you got the chemistry. It's cooking. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Are you calling us from your office? I'm doing SportsCenter tonight. With Are you uh, really? Dan Patrick. Well, yes. I'm very impressed. By the way, give Dan our best. He's a good man. And, I will. Uh, hey, hey, Dan. Chuck Swirsky says hi. This is the best sports rap has ever been, in my opinion. Now, here's your host, Chris Renwick. You know, one of the most common things I
2: get from people
0: uh, as host of this show
2: is we never talk enough about the MAC teams here in the state Central, Western, Eastern. Well, uh, wish granted, <laughs> because today, we're going to do a MAC show today. We were out at the MAC Media Days just a couple of uh, weeks ago. And we had the opportunity to sit down uh, with all three coaches uh, in this state. And I, I want to kick things off uh, with, with the head man at Western Michigan University, the former quarterback for the Broncos, in fact, Tim Lester. Mac Media Days at uh, Ford Field and joined by, very excited, to talk to Tim Lester, head coach of my Broncos. Yes. I spent a very short amount of time in Kalamazoo. How long? Ah, uh, <laughs> you know now. Now, I, as I'm bringing this up, I realize I'm talking to a football coach. Yeah. Um. Uh. I was uh, maybe a semester. Yeah. Well, longer than some so, others. Some of the the uh, the things about Kalamazoo and and WMU are true in terms so, of some of the student activities that go on.
1: It's a, uh, I was a student athlete there. Sure and were. I. I very much enjoyed my time yeah. there. Yeah, that's the way I'll put it. Yeah, uh, it was an awesome, and it's changed so much from. When, I mean, I was there in the late '90s, obviously. Yeah, and, and just had a blast. Uh, you know, being from Chicago, being able to get there, and yeah, it was too. I wasn't too close. I wasn't too far. It was yeah, like the perfect a nice distance. distance. Yeah, and we uh, had a lot of success on the field. Had a lot of fun off the field, and and it was it was a blast. I enjoyed it. So
2: you were the the you were there from '96 to '99. Yep. You've had other coaching jobs. Yep. How? What was it like? You know, not only you've been there for a couple of years now, so yeah. I don't want to go back too far, but what's it like to coach your alma mater? What's it like to coach the the school that kind of you know brought you up a little bit? Yeah,
1: it's like where you cut your teeth. Yeah. You know, and uh, the the fun the fun part about it is is that you everything these kids are going through, you went through, sure. so you're very in touch emotionally with what it feels like. Uh, to go through a training camp in that building or to deal with everything that happens to a college athlete yeah. in that town because every town's different. Totally. Every, every program's a little different. And so you're very in tuned to what matters to those kids. In Kalamazoo. In Kalamazoo, I mean, yeah. and and every time you go around the corner, you have a weird memory that you yeah. didn't even remember. <laughs> right. Like, man, I remember getting my but chewed right there when I did that, yeah. you know. Coach was all, you know, or I look in the corner of the end zone and I picture, you know, Corey Alston making the one catch I remember he made in that corner of the end sure. zone, you know, or the pick I threw on that thirty-yard line on the left hat, you know. Yep. So you just have those random memories. The bad is that, you know, when when things don't go well and you lose a game, and and the you take it personal. Yeah, you, you just you no, know, you just try to focus on getting your team better for the next day. But when you're when you're getting just abused by the fans as they're, they're right to you know them. It's like, right. shut up, John. <laughs> right. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like you don't know them. Right. You know, like when you're at, when I was at Syracuse, when you're at Purdue and you're getting just abused and and in social media, they're all over you. Like, you don't know, you weren't at their wedding. Sure. You know? Right. So, so the highs are higher and the lows are lower, I think. And, uh, but it is an honor, obviously, to be, and to care so much about, the helmet and the and what you know the place and the the there had there you're so invested in the success yeah because uh, it means so much yeah, it's pretty cool
2: and you got three straight wins over the chips too
0: which yeah is, that's uh, a big game obviously also pretty exciting it's too. an
1: exciting game we my very first game there's probably the probably the one game if you're gonna say my my tenure as the head coach the one game i remember the most is the one we gave we yeah. gave we gave to them i yeah. mean we had a I think it was a 14-point lead, maybe even a 17-point lead. I forget, and or no, we're we're up, fourth quarter, going in to seal it off. Yeah, and we had a freshman quarterback playing because of injury. He dropped the ball. They covered it, scored. They tried to throw a squib kick, hit our front line. They got it, scored. Uh, then we fumbled the ball. They scored. I mean, we handed them a victory, and that one hurt. That one, when I say hurt, that yeah. one hurt, and. Uh, and I've never forgotten it. Like, yeah. I, I remember it. That was year one. Right. I remember it was like it was yesterday. And, and um, so, so yeah, we've. A little bit of fuel. That, that has that been fuel, yeah. And it's always Central Western's great. And, yeah. And Coach McIlwain is, I'm not allowed to say this, but I am saying <laughs> it like I, they, me and him get along great. Yeah. Like, I'm not supposed to be friends with him, but. Right. Well, I think we are, we talk a lot. Our, all the coaches in our league during COVID, all we've done has had chances to call each right. other. And, and is, that,
2: is that unique?
1: I think COVID has made it more, uh, you know, we're we're all so much on state guidelines now yeah. that we talk way more. When sure. I'm like, hey, what are, what are what is your county doing? Because our our county's saying this, and I just the state is supposedly our people read it this way. How did your people read it? And we've we've talked a lot more than than we ever have before. And, and I have tons of respect for him. And and we've had we had a great game this year, back and forth. And yeah. it's always obviously. A big game yeah. for us and,
2: and uh, so t- talk to me about this season again obviously a strange year last year uh, short in season just six games I, were you ever able to get your wheels going or was it something I mean I know you guys go out and try to win every week and try to compete yeah. every week but it was just a strange situation all the way around now you're going to get back to some some normalcy here
1: yeah it was a it was a sh- it was a short season obviously you know as soon as you start getting a real feel for your team the the, the year's over. Right. You know, and right. so uh, we were really, you know, anytime you have a new quarterback in any level, NFL, college, high school, uh, there's a transitional time. You know, and we knew going into this year this was going to be our first year with a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. And we we were very excited about him and, and everything he could do. But we needed to go out there and do it and, sure. and kind of see where his strength and weaknesses lie. And and I really felt like as we got him, mean, he had a great season. He's, he's special. The secret's kind of out now. Right. Uh, but. It was it was as we got to know him I wish he would have been a 12 game season I would have loved him he went 18 and two 18 <laughs> touchdowns two picks it's hard to do on air and he did I would have loved to see him for another six games and because uh, he was just getting better and better right. and better and better and and so it was cut a little bit short and we we you know we won more than we lost but we're not in we're in it to win the whole thing yeah. and that's what we got to do um,
2: there have been over the last you know 15-ish years. There were a lot of good players coming out of Kalamazoo that are going yep. to play in the league. You know, uh, Lewis Delmas played here in Detroit yes. for a long time, and yep. um, you know Corey Davis, obviously. Yep. Um, so th- you got a lot of talent, and then uh, Dwayne Eskridge was able to to keep that going. Second round pick to Seattle, so you've you've got. Uh, uh, quite a mom- piece of momentum there yeah uh, it helps in recruiting I mean yeah, we yeah. had
1: more guys rec- uh, gr- uh, drafted in the past uh, I think it's 10 years than anyone in our league you yeah. know we've had we've done really good up front you know Taylor Moten sure. uh, was drafted Chooks Chuk- was drafted he's the right tackle for the Steelers and the left tackle I mean we have one two three I think we had three old linemen drafted three years in a row mm-hmm. Luke Jurega did not get drafted last year um, but it, but made the Eagles and was on the active roster the whole season yeah. um, and then this year we had Jalen Moore a left tackle got drafted by the 49ers so we we lose two guys from last year's team but they're both drafted and they're both playing in the NFL you, so
2: you don't have them that's a good place to yeah, lose it's a great them to. place to go <laughs> yeah. you know if
1: you're going if you're going to leave us go yeah. get drafted and yeah. make some money and and so, um, you know, it's it's exciting, you know. And we have guys like, D- you know, Darius Phillips, who's playing for the Bengals, and mm-hmm. so we've just had uh, and Spillane is another uh, yeah, great linebacker that we had that's playing for the uh, Steelers now. So, so it's just so much fun to watch our guys. We we focus on growth and and developing guys when they're here, and we put a lot of our financial resources into the science and the nutrition of growing them when they're here, Uh, because the most important, I always tell them in recruiting, I was telling them like, there's nowhere to go after here, but the NFL, like this is the last station. Right. So these next four years are the most important four years of your life. And we need to make sure that we can, we can grow them and get them prepared. And as our guys are making it and having success, uh, it's amazing to watch recruits look at it and say, oh, you know, obviously the, the process works. You yeah. know, the process at Clemson works and the process at Alabama, they're developing guys that are going on and making it at the next level. And, and our strength coach and our strength staff has done an unbelievable job of helping them grow and get stronger Physically. and faster. Yeah, yeah, to to be to make sure they're matching all the things that the NFL is going to want to see. Sure. And uh, and it's been fun to watch that that group down there get it done. And and our players, we have to put them in the positions to make plays to get picked. Yeah. And then the players. You bef- got
2: a couple other guys too. Sky Moore on the outside. Yep. Le-Jeris Jefferson. Yep. A couple of guys. Keep I mean, eye. we
1: have some guys that have a, ch- a chance, <laughs> yeah. and and our O line continues to put guys in. Yeah. So it's it's exciting that when our guys go and make it and play, then those scouts keep coming back. That's you right. know, every every pro day we've had, we've had 32 teams. I mean, they are they're all there, wow. and that's rare because I was at Syracuse and Purdue and we didn't have 16 teams, 15 teams. Right. We, yeah. We've had 32 every year, and uh, and I think it's because our guys have consistently gone out there and been good pros, mm-hmm. and. Um,
2: but it's a testament to you and the staff. They've done of a good job. A good level we fo- of we focus on it,
1: you know, and we know what they're looking for, and we make sure we give them the answers to the tests four years before they're going
2: be sure. to be take
0: the test. Absolutely. It's, it's worked. We'll
2: continue our conversation with Tim Lester
0: next here on WJR. to more sports wrap, presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Redwick.
2: Welcome back into sports rap, rejoining our conversation with Western Michigan head coach, Tim Lester. You talk about recruiting and, and obviously, you know, the, the old traditional ways of recruiting for a team is you go to the high school, you go to the <laughs> kids home, you got, it's a totally different ball game now with the transfer portal and, and so many kids moving you know, team to team, Uh, how has that impacted you? How do you look at that? How do you utilize it? Um, And then conversely on the same wavelength, how do you, you know, try to keep kids in-house? Yeah, it's hard.
1: I think, well, that's, we just talked about it. If you are doing a great job of producing NFL players, that are successful that's what they want right. you know what i mean so uh there's a lot of nfl teams in the last 10 years have, or a lot of big 10 teams in the midwest here that haven't had as many draft picks as us right so that helps us you know that helps us because that's that's their ultimate goal that's sure. what they want and uh so i think if you if you're honest with your players if you coach them the right way if they enjoy being in the locker room you're going to have less people leave now you're still going to have people leave sure. it's going to happen to us Uh, But the more they enjoy being on your football team and being a part of your culture, the less it's going to affect you. Now, on the flip side, being able to add pieces is a monster, monster help. I mean, just.
2: Because these aren't just kids coming out of high school. No. These are physically different, mentally different. Yeah.
1: I mean, literally, we we have identified a couple places that we need help. And we have gone out and found a 21-year-old young man that's done it. Right. And plopped him where we needed him. Yeah. And. So it's a huge advantage now. Yes, I know we could lose people too, but what an advantage! We needed, we needed a field safety, we needed a field corner, we needed an extra D lineman, we needed a kicker, and we needed a wideout.
2: Done. Pill it. Boom. <laughs> you know,
1: and just for depth, and some of those guys might start, and they might be all conference players, but uh, but we needed we needed people, yeah. you know, and so it was it was amazing that you can do that, yeah. you know. So, uh, and you're going to see people that. If you're not running a program, great. You're gonna have mass exodus to some places. Mm-hmm. But uh, we really didn't have that this year. Knock on wood. And yeah. and if we just continue to make sure that the kids feel like that, you know, they understand why we're doing what we do, they enjoy doing what we do, and and uh, and then hopefully more more will stay and less will leave. Yeah. You know.
2: I'd love to get your thoughts on the NCAA's decision on name image likeness. I mean, you talk about. Um, maybe perhaps an incentive for some kids to stay around, maybe a little longer, you know, uh, holding off the pro career if that's in the cards for them. And and even if it's not, um, it's a nice way to make a little extra scratch. And it doesn't. It's not just football and basketball. It's it's everybody. Of, yeah, it's everybody.
1: I remember I watched something in the Olympics the other day, and there was a runner from I think Oregon that had just signed a, a Nike deal a track, you know. And so it's uh, it's one of those things that I believe is going to be great. Now, getting from point A to point B is going to be interesting sure. and, and my biggest fear and what I've told my team is my biggest fear is that they, you know, that they we give them the support they need so that they understand any contract they sign before they sign it. Right. Uh, do I think they do I think it's going to be awesome 100%? I think yeah. the fact that they can make some money off their name image likeness and maybe make their college experience a little bit less stressful on them. Great. I mean, their focus still needs to be football. Their focus still needs to be uh, they're in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's my only fear: is yeah. okay, guys, just don't be in a hurry to sign anything. Let's make sure that we we give you all the supports you need. Uh, that you're getting in a good agreement. Yeah. You know. And you have and- that in place. Uh, yeah, everyone's hiring. I don't know which one we went with. I, I would sure. say it if we knew. I, I'm, yeah. If we might but have you've signed got a some deal, sort of assistance we've already met with two different companies that's gotcha. going to assist us. I don't know which one we went with. It's like Burger, Pepsi, Coke. I don't know which <laughs> one we're going with, so I can't say. But we will say soon enough, as soon as we yeah. get we sign with whoever it is, uh, which should maybe have already happened. I didn't. And my ad's gone, but um, you know, and just to give them the support they need, of like. Hey, this is what this is worth, and let us read the contract, and because we can't, this is them. It's their contract with other companies. I want to sure. make sure that they're protected, because that's my job is to take care of them.
2: And they could still uh, gain some sort of real life experience on building their brand, and build and, and 100%. with a not with with not a lot of risk. Yeah, still.
1: Yes, I mean if 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 the numbers stay down, which I've heard in most places, the numbers aren't. Un- incredible sure. like would Trevor Lawrence have made a million dollars last year well he, he that guy needs an agent I mean right. if you're talking that amount of money yeah. but if you're talking 2000 5000 6000 yeah. 10000 whatever right. uh, and, and it's clearly written and they feel like they can, they can benefit a little bit from from that would be it would be great yeah. and um so I, i'm excited about where it's going there'll be bumps in the road there'll yeah. be some good there'll be some bad just get over the bad let's get better to the second time we do it yeah. but i think it's if it's better for college football do it and we you know what we'll fix it as our on our way there yeah. we've been so let's make sure it's perfect nothing's going to go wrong before we try anything new for such a long time that we haven't moved much i'd rather move the needle Let's go full steam in a direction, and, and make mistakes at 100 yeah, miles an yeah. hour, and plan figure it out. Plan for something
2: to go bad, and when you plan for it, you're not caught off guard, no. you're not surprised, and you're able to do it. And we'll fix
1: it, and yeah. it'll be better, and yeah. it'll be better, because you know that the, in, the, in the big scheme of things, we're making the decision for the right reason, and, you and know, it'll work.
2: You, you just said money, and I'm so happy you did. I don't know why uh, I didn't write it down, but a huge donation. Oh, I mean, yeah. how? I mean, I don't even remember off the top. I of had three. It was 550 500, five hundred fifty million. million five five fifty. Yeah. How does that change? Like, what Oof. does that mean? I mean, it's
1: a. It, it is a. I don't think all of it's, it's in the
2: football program. But no, 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 no. There's I mean, a. You're gonna get a slice of that. There
1: was an anonymous five hundred fifty million dollar donation. It's the largest donation in the history of the United States to a public school. Yeah. Uh, over the next 10 years and I think 300 is going to our med school 200 is going to the school and 50 is coming to athletics I'm um, I mean, just unbelievable and 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 the, and the, it's it's structured in a way that you know pro- probably won't affect us in the like for a couple years because sure. it's going to be endowed sure. and it's going to change the future of what Western Michigan in general but especially athletics what we're going to be able to do two three four five years from now and forever on after that uh what an unbelievable um opportunity for the anonymous donors to really change the future and the opportunities that we're going to have in the future still got to get through the you know coming out of covid and all that other stuff but but man the future is bright yeah and that's exciting for our town for our medical school and obviously for our athletic department
2: yeah uh look i'm really excited to watch you guys this year i think i think you know, I think this is a deep leak. Oh. Um, and I think, you know, just looking at what you what you have, I think I'm excited to watch the Broncos this year.
1: I am too. I think we have a we have a good team and we've been learning and we're just we're just we're getting better every single year. I yeah. always tell people about our 2016 year cuz I was an alum then. Sure. And I watched every single thing that yeah. happened and we had a pretty good 14 year, we had a better 15 year and and it's you just you Bill. grow it, you know, it's not the Hoosiers teams, like the one and – like, that happens very rarely. Sure. Uh, you have to build a program. And, and I think we've, we've been getting better every single year, and we have to continue to do that. And, and these kids deserve a, another opportunity to get to the championship game, and, and that's where we're planning on heading.
2: The Rocket Mortgage Classic Mac championship game taking place December 4th, Saturday, here at Field. Hope to see you there, Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you. There he is. Tim Lester. Coming up next on Sports Wrap, we'll head on out to Ipsy, talk to the Eagles head man Chris Creighton out at Eastern Michigan
0: University as Sports Wrap continues on this Saturday evening here on WJR. More sports wrap presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick.
2: All right, welcome back. Good to be with EMU head coach Chris Crate. How are you, sir? It's good to be here. It's good to see you again. Yeah. How you been?
3: Good to see you. Um, we've, we're doing well. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we are. Coming off of a strange year, uh, COVID-shortened season, a um, lot of challenges with that, obviously, but, but you're going to get back into the swing of thing here, it looks like
3: we are back in the swing yeah. no no question you know we uh sort of resolutely said that in january had a couple hiccups but for the most part you know it's it's really kind of been um a normal you know off season as mm-hmm. much as it could be
2: yeah um it just seems the game is something is always changing in college football yeah um and and uh, certainly I've been told by coaches many times over that the lifeblood of any team, any any organization, any program is recruiting. And so you go to high schools and you recruit kids, and you've got a whole other avenue to recruit kids now with the transfer portal. And um, and I would imagine, to some extent, in retention and in trying to keep some of these guys on the roster.
3: Yeah, it, it's the landscape has certainly changed. Um, and I think that there was uh, obviously just an incredible – you know, rush, so to speak here, mm-hmm. this first part of the, the first year. And, yeah. you know, don't know if that'll level out, if that'll get even more intense or not. But uh, um, regardless of what I think, it is what it is. And so, you know, we try to strategically figure it out and uh, do what's best for Eastern Michigan football. Um, you know, I do, I do to, to some degree, there, it, it works as an accountability Um, service too, you know, with, uh, you know, what your program is, what the experience like, you know, is like, and, uh, is it what you said it was in recruiting? And, Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it, uh, um, has not, uh, been a a real negative issue. There's been two guys that we would have rather have seen not go into it. Sure. But you know, in a year and a half two is, is, uh, not, it's a good clip, you know, the end of the world. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, another part of this is it's it, this is not just a, co- a college football thing or a basketball thing, but now you've got players in every sport at the college level able to make a couple bucks off their name, image, image, and likeness. That's a new change to college football here. How how do you view that? How do how do your players look at it? I mean, I think a lot. I think the consensus is a pretty good thing for college football.
3: Yeah, I mean, again, it's you know the ship has sailed. You yeah. know, so however you you know would have thought it's navigating about navigating it now, right? Yeah, so. I, I told her guys, um, listen, if you can make some money because of who you are and, mm-hmm. and what you're doing here, um, I'm all for it. Yeah. And I just said, both for you, me, all of us, we don't want anything to come before what we're trying to accomplish as a team. And, uh, and so I think that if that, that's the mentality, um, I think we'll be just fine.
2: Yeah, we we talked to John Steinbrecher, the commissioner of the MAC, and he said, "Look, this is it's it's not even just about you know making a couple extra bucks. It's about well, look, you you want to build your brand. This is kind of real life, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. experimentation on sure. on building your brand and, and learning that that kind of business
3: side of the market. It's a, it's a it's a I think a, an intelligent way to look at it for a lot of these guys too. I think that's the approach that that's been communicated with them for well before. You know, the the NIL, sure. you know, is just with social media yeah. is that you're building a brand. Sure. And so um, but yeah, so I think that, you know, all of us will figure out how to how to do that at a high level and help our guys. I think when you start looking
2: at at the Mac and, and how these teams are constructed. This is a pretty deep conference. you got a lot of really good teams with a lot of really yeah. good players, and you're certainly no exception here. You've got a couple of guys coming back, uh, certainly with Preston Hutchinson at the quarterback spot. He
3: does a lot of things for you that's beneficial, not just throwing the ball but running the ball too. You know, I think that uh, um, that is probably not going to be overlooked I- anymore, but he really did some damage, um, you know, versus opposing defenses mm-hmm. with his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then i guess the you know the the one piece that people are probably tough to know is that he's just a winner yeah you know he's uh he's a great great human being who really cares and so yeah i mean completed close to 64 percent of his passes and um you know ran the ball very effectively and um we're excited about uh you know getting better with him
2: you got ben bryant coming in from cincinnati obviously another winning pedigree uh, down there they they played really well last year but but another guy that i'm excited about looking and, and i got a little bit of a connection you. i was able to call the quick lane bowl a couple of years yeah. ago when you guys were here against pitt now it didn't work out the way you would have liked um but one of the guys on on that roster then and somebody that's going to play a big role is hassan Badoun again
3: where oh, he's, yeah. again
2: just an explosive player
3: no question yeah first with ben um he was a really really big get for us he is eastern michigan football is a great person and and cares and has really been a part of the team almost instantaneously and he's got an incredibly gifted skill set mm-hmm. you know and and being here since January you know those guys are going to be battling yeah um, and and you need that
2: um, and from a coach's perspective I think that's probably preferable right
3: it it is it's not only preferable but it's it's necessary because you know you just don't go through a 12 13 14 game season yeah. you know with one guy it's sure. it's really hard it really yeah. is so and then Haas you know, he earned a scholarship, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, 30 hours before the Quick Lane Bowl kicked off. Um, well, I didn't know that. On Christmas really, Christmas morning. You sure did. Good for him. We did Secret Santas. He opened up his gift, and it was a full-ride scholarship. Stop it. Oh, uh, it was unbelievable. Oh. And then he went out. I think he had nine catches. He a fantastic game. Over 100 yards. Yeah. And, and uh, So then he has just continued to um, ascend, yeah. um, and uh, it's a great story. Talk to
2: me about your, the defensive side of the ball. What are you guys looking at there? I, I know that you, you do have a couple of guys coming back there. So with the 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 addition of guys getting, you know, that extra year basically and, and coming back, how do you expect that side of the ball to shake out? Well, so we
3: got all 11 starters coming back, and then obviously we've recruited. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been the best defense in the league, mm-hmm. you know. And, and last year we were probably less than, than what we had hoped for. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we have – um, uh, what's necessary and what it takes for us to be a good defense. You yeah. uh, know, I've got all the confidence in the world in our players and in our staff um, that that will show improvement. We've got to run the ball better on offense, yeah. and, and we've got to you know be stingier versus the run on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, got to you know take care of the ball, and D's got to take the ball away more. Yeah. And you know we don't have to recreate something or reinvent something for that. Uh, we have you know we'll have 24, 25 starters back and um you know we just all got to get better yeah it's big uh speaking of getting better game day is going to be better having fans back in the stadium is going to be huge right i'm used to uh no fans in the stands i mean i'm a small college you know player and and coach and whatnot and uh but so you know this was a little bit different yeah Um, and i think our guys handled it well but there's no question but it's you know it's not even about the quantity it's the, the 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 level
2: of excitement that people have no question and i think when you when you miss out on and as a football fan as a college yeah. football yeah. fan not having that experience not not even having the opportunity to experience that stinks and so i think that that people have taken it for granted a little bit and now they i think I think the excitement is going to be ratcheted
3: up. I know. Listen, I think on Friday night, September 3rd, when we open up, I think it's going to be a crazy, wild party (laughs) at the factory. There's no question. I mean, we had our annual golf outing, which we couldn't have a year ago, and sold out well before it ever had before. People are thirsty, hungry um, to come get outside and and, uh, support their team. And so we're, we're really looking forward to it. It's just you can't have it both ways. I can't tell them last year. You know it doesn't matter, yeah um, we play no matter what right you know, and whether there's a lot or a little, you know we want to play at a high level, but it sure is more enjoyable yeah. when there's people there with you. Yeah
2: Another thing that I think uh, needs to be uh, displayed and, and at least a congratulations extended to you and, and your staff and the job that the kids have done. but for another year leading the league in, in, in the academic side of things, um, I think what was the average 3.1 uh, GPA for a lot of these guys? that's a really big deal
3: yeah you know uh, we're we are we're super proud you know eastern michigan is about education first and, Mm -hmm. and we've uh adopted that as a as a football program these guys can do really well in school and earn their degree and be completely committed to being a great football player and um yeah you know i mean um they don't have a media day for it uh but we were number one in the mac with the you know team cumulative gpa and and uh we take a lot of pride in that yeah no doubt uh,
2: Chris Crane, always good to see you. Always good talking with you. Best of luck this season. We'll Hopefully, we'll see you out here December 4th. Yeah, I hope so. Appreciate it. All right, see you. And coming up after the break, we'll fire up chips and talk to head coach Jim McElwain, the head man
0: out at CMU. That's coming up next here on Sports Wrap. For sports Wrap, Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Redwick.
2: All right, welcome back, Media Day here at the Mac at Ford Field. And uh, we've got a you got a Montana boy. Here. That's exactly right. And yeah. I I I well, you've been in Michigan now for three years or so, right?
4: Well, I mean and even prior to that, I was at Michigan State for four oh, years. That's right. And I was at the University of Michigan for a year, so. You well, know, well, we're going to turn kinda, you into you know a Michigander I, I here, Jim McElwain. pretty much a Michigander. Yeah, it yeah. kind of feels that way.
2: Uh, Jim McElwain here, the head coach of the, of the Chippewas. Fire yeah. Up
4: Chips. Fire Up, man. It's, it's great to be here. I tell you, uh, I don't know, maybe you caught it. Just being able to be here, you know, as a There's coach. There's a buzz. Yeah, and but as a coach, you're like media days. Oh, my God, we're doing this again, right? You know, but for the first time, I think what we learned is don't take anything for granted. Yeah not doing this last year the thing that everybody had went through and and all that to be able to come here and do this you know you kind of like hey you know what this is uh this yeah. is pretty cool
2: yeah uh obviously last year was strange yeah. Uh, sh- yeah covid shortened season three games went three and three yeah um I, you know how did you approach that year obviously with with the shortened season i mean i don't know that anybody was really gunning for you yeah. know real high lofty expectations but yeah. it was an interesting year i'm as a from a coach's perspective that you had to tackle well
4: i think first and foremost whenever you go out whatever you do you you go to win you know it doesn't matter i mean you 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 compete whether you know you're you know it, it doesn't matter you yeah. go compete yeah. and uh for us i think one of the biggest things was is let's take advantage of the fact they're going to allow us to play you got to realize they said we weren't playing at first right and so all of a sudden they say we're playing well now it's like okay what's all this stuff we got to go through well let's throw all that away and let's go out and have a good time mm-hmm. and uh, you know we were a little bit different um i when we were told that we uh, weren't going to play i actually gray shirted my whole freshman class really and thinking that, you know yeah. what, uh, you're going to take a, your classes in a dorm room, are you kidding me, right. and you can't go play or really do anything, so why don't we take advantage of yeah. giving them that extra year on the back end. Well, that was about, you know, it sounded good at the time, right? Sure. It, you know, it sounded sure. great, and I was like, hey, I'm ahead of the curve here. You know, save the, the athletic department a bunch of money. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm feeling good about myself, and then they said we're going to play we're sitting there with 54 players you know i mean right. i'm like oh this wasn't probably good <laughs> but in that we had a great time because sure. what we did is we actually a little bit like high school we we trained everybody two ways offensively oh. and defensively and we actually had guys go two ways at certain times during the year how did Be- they take to that oh they had, it was black you know yeah. like you said i mean to me it was a chance to go experiment sure a chance to learn more about your guys
2: you don't get very many opportunities to experiment, like
4: that. no, n- not at all. And uh, you know, we've found some guys that you know. I was like, boy, I screwed up putting this guy <laughs> on that side of the ball.
2: <laughs> uh, you've got you've got at least on the offensive side of ball. You got a lot of guys coming back. Yeah, and, yeah, and a lot of impact players. Guys like Daniel Richardson at court. Look, sixty-three percent last year. That's yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, you got Lou Nichols back and Kobe Lewis back in the backfield. It's going to be impactful. All five linemen are coming back, and and that's going to be important too. Talk to me about how you feel about this team coming in because when when you took over the team – uh in 2019 right yeah uh they were coming off an abysmal year yeah. one in 11 i think it yeah, was. yeah yeah something like that let's so you, not, you've, let's you've not brought bring this that thing up along yeah. yeah i, <laughs> I, I don't, was no, like no, no, I'm only, it not i me, want but, to give you but, credit no i you, curious, you brought but, this thing but when when i, I took in, the job
4: somebody told me they were one in 11 i said yeah. what i get myself into right sure but and you know what i got myself into was a great bunch of guys and a bunch of really good guys that are fun to be around um i i think we have really good parts you know, we have yeah. we have pieces, we have parts that are really, really good. Yeah. So's is the wrestling league, right? Sure. I think for us, how our ability to come together as a whole mm-hmm. is going to be really important. Yeah. And guys need to step up. Like, uh, you know, we're going to get guys double teamed. You know, KP is going to get double teamed sure. out there, right? I mean, Khalil Pimpleton, they're going to know where he's at at yeah. all times. Well, somebody else needs to step up. Sure. Right? One of those parts. Yeah. So we're able to get him, you know, back going. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Troy Harrison. Everybody now coming back, yeah. they're going to be sliding to him, chipping him. Well, we need to get help on the other side. Yeah. So, um, But that being said, um, the great thing about media days, everybody's undefeated. You no know, doubt. We're all undefeated. It's awesome, you know. But I tell you one thing. I think we're pretty good, yeah. and, and I'm looking forward to it.
2: Well, you're going to have a lot of support. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt. The, the central fan base is for real
4: well getting them back in the stadium you know we have our new facility which nobody saw you know we we just moved into it in September
2: oh interesting and
4: no one's seen it but it's changed the whole atmosphere of that stadium yeah and I'm telling you it's a great venue right now and and for the fans to come back see that support these guys And, and more importantly I think I think the fans took for granted football Saturday totally I
2: did yeah I did and so, when you lose it, it's yeah. there's this like hole. You don't know how to yeah. fill it.
4: No, I'm telling you, I'm no. not, I don't want to cut the grass anymore. No. <laughs> I got to watch yes. football. That's right. Um,
2: you know, so, the, the, you know, you guys have always said, and, and coaches, and the, the recruiting is the lifeblood of, of any pro- program. And True. It's not even just recruiting kids out of high school anymore. You're recruiting out of the transfer portal too.
4: Kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Who would have ever thought? No. And it's, you might be recruiting your own players. Sure out of your, either the transfer portal or maybe going to the NFL, right. you know, which is great. I, 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 you know, I'm all for it, but, um, it, it, the dynamics have changed. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it's good, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, and, and it's something we all have to deal with. If, if somebody's unhappy, you know, well leave, right. Yeah. Now you got that, you know, you have that Avenue. You're and not you bring somebody in who's to excited it. to be there. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with that, um, I wish all all of them the best and you know as a coach in general you know you just want your kids to be happy Mm -hmm. and you want your kids to be proud of who they are and uh, you know we haven't had a lot of attrition we've been you know fairly lucky Mm -hmm. with that and yet the ones who have you know I hope they find what they're looking for sure um, and I'll be there to support them all the way
2: Uh, you talk about doing things that's best for them the NCAA came out with the NIL stuff sure um, and now a lot of a lot of athletes, not just football or basketball or hockey, I mean, you're talking about among all college athletes are going to be able to, you know, hopefully make a couple uh, uh, a couple bucks here yeah. and there off their name, image, and likeness. What do you think of that?
4: I think it's fantastic. I think mm-hmm. it's a long time coming. Um, you, know, you, you know, I've been pretty fortunate to coach at a lot of levels, you mm-hmm. know, including the National Football League and some of the best, you know, college conferences in the country. And... You know, these kids, what they go through for their university, um, I think it's long overdue. Now what I hope is they don't get taken advantage of in some situations. Uh, I think our athletic director and our compliance office have done a fantastic job putting programs and education together on what to look for, how to promote yourself, but more importantly maybe some of the pitfalls that might be out there lurking. and uh, so it, it's been good, and uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh,
2: you got a couple of games going back into uh, some of your old stomping grounds, too. That's in Missouri, right. LSU, yeah. you're going down to the Swamp. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think these are going to be some good early tests for you.
4: No, it is. And, and, you know, you get to play these games. We missed out on Nebraska Northwestern mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the thing about those games, a, a, a university like us, Um, obviously the payday is something that helps run the the athletic department I mean the other sports benefit from us going and doing this and yet that's all part of the gig but I look for it I look at it a lot differently I look at it as an opportunity for our guys to go match themselves against the best and to go see two great venues Uh, I got to tell you Saturday night in Baton Rouge in case you've never been there it's I've been able to be in a lot of great stadiums and a lot of great environments. (laughs) And let me tell you what, it's a lot of different times of the day. too. it Uh. is pretty awesome. So um, but but I think it's good. And and I, you know, I I actually want to thank those guys for, you know, actually scheduling us and giving us that opportunity. Well,
2: just go down and get a couple dubs. That's all you got to do. That's right. Um, By the way, you golfer? Uh,
4: Not very well.
2: Okay, well, me either. So I'll tell you, there's a couple courses up by you in in Uh Pleasant. You got bucks, Run, you got Polcat. Polecat, yeah. You gotta go.
4: We've, well, courses. we've got our alumni uh, coach or at, alumni at Polcat uh, oh, okay. with, with all our former players good. this Saturday. So oh, good. Uh, excited as heck about that. Awesome. It'll be the first time we can get our alumni through the building. So we've got oh, a cool. ten o'clock showing of the new CCC that is a thirty-two and a half million dollar building sitting in the end zone. Awesome. And so it's, and here's what's really cool, and I don't know, I'd love to say it was my idea.
2: We'll but coming it, out
4: of I, I should but <laughs> I can't but coming out of the locker room there's a slab of concrete that sits right there as the guys walk in and out of the locker room and that slab came off of the old locker room that these former players were in oh. so a piece of those former chips are in that new building that's fantastic yeah
2: that's fantastic. Look, we wish you all the best. Thanks, man. Uh, we hope to see you here uh, December 4th.
4: Uh, you, you know what? Let's just go ahead and book it. Let's do it. How's that? Done. All right. Jim McElwain. Thank you.
2: Head man over at CMU. Appreciate the time. Bye-bye. All right. That is going to do it for us this evening. Huge thanks to Tim Lester, Chris Creighton, and Jim McElwain uh, for uh, giving us uh, ample time out at Mac Media Days. Always appreciate talking with them and getting some insight. Uh, it's just tremendous Uh, football minds we have here in the state of Michigan. All right, that's going to do it for us this evening. We'll see you back here tomorrow, 6 o'clock, here on WJR. Have a good night.